Buenas and welcome to the Dear Gorgeous podcast. We're your hosts, Akina and Jelena, two Micronesian and Asian women from the beautiful island of Guanghan. And we're on a mission to share the stories of inspirational Asian and Pacific Islander women from around the world. All right, guys, I'm so excited, or we're both excited. Um, we have our first gorgeous guest of season two with us, Miss Livia Marati. Um, she is the founder of Ina Wellness Collective, a wellness company that is just starting out here on Guam, and I'm so excited. Me and Liv actually did a collaboration for her launch. Um, we taught a, well, I taught a yoga um, flow on Saturday while um, Microchild, the local band, played some acoustic music, and it was so beautiful. Um, so I'm so, so excited for you to be here, Liv. Welcome, welcome. Yay, welcome. So happy to be here with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, let's just get started. Well, first of all, tell me how your event went. I mean, I was there, but anyway. <laughs> tell everybody else. Tell everybody else how, how it went. Liv, how did it go for you? It went, it went really well. Um, yes, yeah, so just context for the, the listeners. We had the launch event this past Saturday over at Jeff's Pirates Cove. And it was really beautiful. We had some last minute weather, um, rainy weather that day, but it ended up being in a sheltered space that actually ended up being really cozy and beautiful. And I remember texting Jelena the day before being like, it might rain, but we'll figure out what, hap- what to do. And I remember you said, it'll happen exactly how it's supposed to be. So um, it ended up being a beautiful event. Um, as the sun was going down, it started raining and we had Shavasana with a micro child playing in the background and candles and it was really beautiful. Um, for me personally, when I did the introduction, it was the first time that I ever out loud said, Hi, I'm Livia, the founder of Ina Wellness Collective, and I almost got choked up when I said that because I was like, I've never said that out loud to a group before. So that yeah. was beautiful. Tell us how long you've been dreaming about starting Ina Wellness Collective. Yeah, that's a good question. So I, it was, it's been for a while, but I think the vision of it has evolved over time. So I, probably about 10 years ago, I when I first got into yoga and wellness, I started to think about how much of an impact it's had on my own life. And I started thinking about you know, why there wasn't more of these opportunities on Guam. So the vision for it started with very differently than how it's evolved today. Um, But, you know, I've always thought Guam is such a beautiful place just on its own, right? It is a magical place. And I think anyone who is from here or is here, there's, I don't know if maybe there's something in the water or something, (laughs) but there's there's such a special element to just being on Guam. And I thought this is the ideal place to really tap into all of that health and wellness that um, basically takes us back to ourselves. So I've always thought, okay, I would ideally, future, future vision, love to have this retreat space and this retreat center on Guam in the future, right? But you can't just jump from your nine to five job to owning a retreat center. (laughs) So um, I started to kind of break down the different pieces of like, how do I work my way back from that dream? and start to think about what can I actually do right now. So a big part of Eno Wellness Collective was figuring out what is the local community, building the local community and giving experiences to our community here that help people explore wellness beyond just yoga, beyond just meditation, kind of taking a holistic view. And then the other part of that is how do we bring people to Guam and show them a wellness experience that is unique to Guam and unique to our culture. And so that's sort of the dream for Ina is both the local community as well as bringing people here to show them how beautiful Guam is and what a special place it is. So yeah, it's, it's evolved needed. though. Yes, yeah. I love that. It's, uh, I love how you're talking about how magical Guam is because it's, it really is. It I really, love, yeah. There's, there's something here that you don't, ex- you just, it's hard to explain. Like yeah. When you come here to the island, like she has something to say to you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, yeah. and you can't really articulate it. It's a, an energetic thing. And you take that with you. Yes. There are several times, like my friends and I, because um, we'll be in college in the Bay, mm-hmm. and we'll just look at each other and it's like, you know, I'm feeling, and there's no word to it. And they're like, yeah, I know, just come over. 
Like, you know, you just need, like, that comfort and, yeah. Well, I remember first magic. coming here, you know, as a, for the first time after, like, 10 or 11 years, because I moved to California when I was five. I was maybe 11 or 12 when I came back to the island for the first time. And I felt, like, mahaling. Like, I didn't realize that I felt that way about it mm -hmm. until I experienced it for the first time. I was like, <gasps> like, I feel like yeah. I'm at home. Yeah. yeah. So that's beautiful. I love that you're doing this and um, that first event was amazing yeah so you guys did an awesome job let me just throw that out there it was it was my first time doing yoga in a very very long time so Jelena you like killed me but other than that <laughs> like the ambience was oh so relaxing and like Michael Charles playing and like the even like the details that you had everything oh, from the decorations yes. by the way like I had nothing to do with that okay <laughs> I had nothing to do. No, you it was had like two teas from Amit Farm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we dove into the um, the flow, mm -hmm. there was something that you said that kind of like really resonated with me, and it got me thinking. For even when I was like writing a blog post recently about how February is a reset month, mm -hmm. and I remember reading that in Eventbrite, you know. So I was like, February reset month isn't usually January, and you dove into that, mm -hmm. and what you said was that in January when a lot of us are in this like rush and haste of creating like New Year resolutions and we're still in the adrenaline mm -hmm. of the holidays, we set intentions but we don't, we sometimes like fall off them. Mm -hmm. So February is such a great time to kind of sit with them at a slower pace and reflect and see if, you know, how to move forward. And I thought that was so powerful and I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that's why, that's, I'm glad you took that from the intro that I gave because when I was thinking of when to launch, I was trying to think of what would be sort of a powerful month for people to start to explore wellness. And yeah, I think everyone can relate to the, you know, January 1st, I'm gonna go get my gym membership, I'm gonna yeah. stop eating rice, I'm gonna, yeah. you know, like this is, this is the Cut year, that. I'm yeah. gonna um, be more present, stop using my phone so much. But I think that what I'm trying to do with Eno Wellness Collective too is also, you know, help people create a lifestyle around living healthy and being looking at your well-being not just as one element, but what does the whole person look like, right? Yeah. So, with the New Year's reset, we have Jelena's event that was the first one, and then um, in a couple of weeks we have an event with Cat Barnett all around mindfulness yeah. and meditation, and then we end the month with a more active event around hiking. Um, and just more of a strong, active kickstart to the next, the, the year, to 2020, basically. But, you know, I designed this event series because I know that not everyone, everyone's going to experience wellness in a different way, and everyone's going to be drawn to a different teacher or a different theme or a different ex experience. So there are people who want a more active yoga flow. There's people who want to tone down and, you know, look inward and meditate. There's people who want something unique, like, you know, live music accompanying their flow. So that was, you know, this whole event series was really about, okay, how do I tap into different communities here and make wellness really accessible for everybody? And it also shows that you could restart any time of the year. Anytime. Yeah. It does not have to be January. Mm -hmm. Like, you can literally just start living better, like, in all your spaces. Yeah. You know, your head space, your heart space, your physical spaces. Yeah, it was a great event, guys. Good I'm job. I'm glad you were there. Yeah. Yeah. It was so nice to see just the mix of our uh, both of, of our, our friends, networks coming yeah. together. Because you know? we, Liv and I started chatting a, b a year ago. Okay, let's I yeah. dive say. into this story. <laughs> this is a really interesting story, too. This is, uh, and we could totally lead into this, how how you end up like going for the things that you want. Because mm -hmm. I remember um, doing the Tomorrow History Month Challenge with Francesca Dioro online. Um, with Magahaga Rising, mm -hmm. and I think that's how you found me. Yeah. So she, Liv just messaged me from like, on Instagram. From where? Huh? From where? Um, from Amsterdam. From Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. She was living in Amsterdam at the time, and she was like, hey, like, I'm just, I'm planning on moving back to Guam, and I have these ideas, and I wanted to, like, chat with you about basically what, like, your experience moving back to Guam, like, yeah. what do you think, and da-da-da-da, because you're a yoga instructor out there, so I just wanted to get a feel. And so we ended up having like a really good discussion. Yeah. Um, and I remember feeling like you were just easy to talk to and you know what I mean? Like 
I just, I don't know. Sometimes, like, we got off the phone. I was like, dang, did I share too much? <laughs> I felt no, the she, same way. She has this energy. I, like, told her my whole life when I first met her. I'm like, nah, she's not going to, like, be friends with me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I told her. Way I too told much. Her, I told her everything that I was thinking. No, I think no. It's, it, w- it was beautiful the, w- the way that we met. And I've been really, you know, the whole year leading up to me moving home, I did a lot of that. It was reaching out to someone on Instagram or Facebook and just being like, hey, you know, coming with the intention of I want to hear I want to meet you I want to learn from you mm-hmm. you know it's more we can do more when we all collaborate with each other right so yeah. I felt I and you were one of the first people that were like yeah here's my number let's have a call you know oh, that's and you're so, so awesome. open to it because um, you know when you do when you put yourself out there like that and you reach out through email or social media there are people who just never respond yeah. and you're like oh I thought they they might but then there are people who respond and just like give you tenfold over what you were expecting and are so open and you know I think you were the first person I reached out to for this event because for every event I had someone very specific in mind and I was like I hope they they also want to work with me yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was really it was really great that we both were like instantly like okay let's do this yeah let's talk about this and it yeah. was so cool to see like just to check in every once in a while and so like I'm not, I know I'm not the same person that I was when we first talked. So like, and so it was just really cool to from idea to execution mm-hmm. and have that day on Saturday was like wow, yeah. Because I've only physically been around you like a couple of times. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, but with both of you, I had that instantly when I both met you in person. Even though we had been you know communicating leading up to it, I was like whoa. Okay, I feel like I've known you guys a long time. I'm not sure why. <laughs> literally, I don't know you, but you both have such familiar faces yes. also that I'm like, I swear I've met you guys before. The, but the social media world, too, I think mm-hmm. does that. Um, you have this opportunity to create like a more intimate version of yourself online and, so, and give people access to it as well. So um, it's just something that is interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that you had the, I don't know, I, would, I guess I would call it courage because yeah, like when you put yourself out there and you message people that you might want to talk to or work with and they don't respond, it's like, it also kind of comes to the ter- with the territory when you're trying to get something done. Um, and it makes it even more special when someone's responsive, right? Um, but yeah, I, okay, so yeah, I wanted to talk about this because Liv, <laughs> you have this amazing ability to just like, I'm a, it could also be the way you tell your story too, but I'm just like, wow, like, this girl, she just decides what she wants and she goes for it. And I remember talking about this with Tamara in her episode because Tamara's mm-hmm. very similar. Like Tamara would just be like, "I want this," and then like not even think about it twice, just like go. Even Manami. Manami, yeah. yeah. And um, for me, I didn't grow up like that. I grew up very much like calculating every single one of my steps. Like I'm not one of those people who would just, well, maybe now because I've grown a little bit, but like who would just message somebody on Instagram and be like, I'm trying to do this. Like, do you want to help me? Or do you want to, yeah. you know, like, can I talk to you? Um, it's very much like, oh, my mind goes to the million reasons why something won't work out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just always curious when I meet someone and I feel like that's not how they think. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so I think, you know, a lot of what I've it's crazy that you say that because I think a lot of my journey, so I, you know, I was living in San Francisco, I went to college in San Diego, then moved to San Francisco, was there for six, seven years, then moved to Amsterdam. But I think a lot of the like steps that I've taken along the way mm-hmm. is where, because I have always started by actually saying them out loud and writing them down as scary as they might be. So it is scary to say, like, this is where I want to be in the next five years, or this is my dream. Saying it to someone rather than keeping it to yourself is, I think, part of the process, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, when I started telling my family, when I told my sister, when I started you know, telling my friends, this is what I want to do, it became a lot more real. I think even with you know, Eno Wellness Collective, a lot of the work has been behind the scenes and in a very it's just me, you know, a lot of it's been quiet, a lot of it hasn't really been shared with people, so now that I'm here and I've, you know, launched, that's sort of two years in the making of me working behind the scenes and and trying to manifest it and make it a reality, but I think one of the big things I've done throughout the process outside of saying it out loud and planning is 
to start to break it into those baby steps. And I'm sure like with coaching, you know, like, you know, you can relate to those too. Like you have to break it down into actionable steps yeah. versus, you know, the big dream. Looking at the big brick yeah, wall. Yeah, because right? people see the big, the end goal, the logo, mm-hmm. the website, right? But it took a lot to even get to that yeah, point. Yeah, you know, I yeah. looked at my branding and how I wanted to present this for a really long time before I even showed it to anybody. So I guess that's one thing is it, it really doesn't happen overnight. And there are always going to be those times that you're like, well, yeah, I should give up or someone might be doing something similar. But I think my sister gave me such good um, advice. She said, you know, whatever you create is going to be solely unique to you. And like you have something totally different to offer just based off of like your vision for it. So I think it's, you know, you can easily compare yourself to what other people are doing. But I've always tried to think, okay, what I'm going to do is unique and it's going to be special and like got to keep moving forward. I think that's, I think that totally ties into what you're doing with, you know, Wellness Collective is, you know, well, wellness at its core is getting clear and understanding who you are individ- as an individual person and what you can do from yourself um, to illuminate the things around you as well. And um, so I guess I wanted to ask too, like why, um, I kind of answered my own question, but it's okay. Why is wellness so important to you? Like why is it so important for you to offer these experiences? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, so what the, I would say like the one sort of moment that I can think back to like how I started to explore health and wellness was when I was living in San Diego, I was going to college there, and the first job I got there was at a yoga studio that was just opening up, and they had like 20 classes, or probably like 10 classes every day, so they had all these different classes going on all different styles, all different teachers, and because I worked there at the front desk and doing some of the events, like I got to t- take all the classes for free. So I used that time to really like dive into all of these different styles of yoga and meditation and breath work and healing that at, at a pretty like young age, you know, I was early 20s. So I've personally experienced so all the benefits of what that can do for yourself. Um, I started going to a lot of retreats. Uh, I feel like retreats are such like magical, transformational times for people. I can't explain like the experiences I've had at retreats. And so that's you know a big thing that I want to um, create with Ina Wellness Collective are these spaces where you can just like press pause and say hello to yourself, you know? Um, so wellness to me has been not just, you know, yoga has been a big part of it, but it's been kind of tapping into the other pieces of wellness and how do you care for yourself and how do you, you know, dig into some of your past experiences and really find, um, I think, balance and peace with it. So a lot of it has started with my own experience and I'm inspired to share that with other people and help people find that for themselves. And what were some of the pieces of wellness that you had to explore personally for your own? Mm-hmm. Like what are what are those pieces? I think one thing that I've that I've dove in, uh, that I've really been diving into recently. So last year I signed up uh, for this year-long program into the Institute of Integrated Nutrition, and they basically train you how to become a holistic health coach. But that the ver- first day of the program, they said you are your own first client, <laughs> right? And so. As we've been going through the program, they've had us try different diets. They've had us really like dive into everything that we might experience with a client. And that has been super eye-opening to explore nutrition and food and how food impacts your body. And just, that's been pretty eye-opening because I've looked at the physical part a lot, right? I've looked at the meditation and breath work part, but to then look at what we put in our body and how that actually hugely, hugely impacts just our day-to-day life. You know, that's something that I find super interesting now as I'm becoming a health coach. Yeah. One thing I admire is that you kind of, like, surrendered yourself to the process. Mm -hmm. Like, from the beginning, you had, like, basically the seed planted that this is something I want to do 10 years from now, don't know how, but it seems to me like, because you were working at Eventbrite, Mm -hmm. right, prior, um, and that's corporate. Mm -hmm. It's very different from what you are doing now. But for exploring like all these different yoga classes Mm -hmm. to going into the school and just like your day-to-day seems like you're kind of just learning as you go Mm -hmm. and I think that's really important for a lot of people to realize that hey if you want to do one thing 
you kind of need to explore everything mm-hmm. else besides yeah. the, like that surrounds yeah. that one thing. You know, education. You can't be a writer without reading. Yeah. You can't exactly. be a runner without really thinking about your food and mm-hmm. you know all this I like stuff. Your, I like the word surrender in this way because I think that all of us have such a hard time with control. Like mm-hmm. we want something and we we want to you know only be solely responsible for it happening. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of the times you have to sort of trust that things will fall on your path that will help you move yeah. forward because that's usually how it works yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think when you know when another example of an Instagram message that turned into <laughs> something really really important actually was uh, you know at the beginning of the last year I thought okay I'm gonna move to Guam I'm gonna start this um, you know I signed up for the Institute of Integrated Nutrition but one thing I've done through this process is surrender and sort of step back and be like I have to be the student now, you know, I have to be the student before I can help anybody else, right? So I knew that I wanted to, you know, plan retreats. I knew I wanted to put myself, you know, one piece of advice I got from someone too is like, put yourself in the environment that you're trying to to be in, in whatever way you can. So I reached out to this um, brand called Consciously Connected Travel. They plan, um, they do travel design, they do women's retreats. I reached out to her and said, hey, I'm looking to get some experience hosting retreats. I'm happy to, you know, volunteer for free. I'm happy to come if you ever need an extra hand. And that ended up turning into like me going to Morocco three times last year, working and putting on these retreats with her. So it was kind of crazy how you could say, if you just be like, I'm here to help, I'm here to learn, I'm not asking for anything in return, I'm just wanting to see how you do it. Yeah. People are super, you know, open to help, to teaching you. Yeah. That's so true. It is true. true. Most people are too afraid to ask. Yeah. Yeah. You don't realize what you can get just from asking. Yeah. From a sincere place, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, and, obvious, and also way. just understanding that you also have value to to bring as well, you know? Yeah. She was like, oh, sure. You can come to my retreat, you know? <laughs> I did, it is like, you know, if you have, I was at, I had my, you know, full-time job at that point. It was just really fast-paced, like, go, go, go. And then on the side, I was like this intern for this, um, you know, lady just like helping her plan retreats. So You were like telling your coworkers, like, bye guys, I'm going to be in Morocco for a little <laughs> yeah. bit. They're like, why do you keep going back to Morocco? <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah, just going not? for retreats. I can't explain it now. <laughs> Can you explain to people who might not know what a retreat is, like what it is? Yeah, so a retreat. Um, so there's a lot of different types of retreats that you can go to, but typically I would say they're anywhere between three to seven days. And, um, you know, for example, I'll talk about the retreats in Morocco that we were planning. They were um, different teachers that wanted to bring their students or bring their community with them. A lot of people now want to go somewhere exotic and unique, right? So come to Guam. Yeah. <laughs> um, but typically it's somewhere that's a little bit more remote, and there's a mix of yoga, meditation, usually amazing food is involved. Um, there's some excursions, right, to explore the, the place that you're in. But really, I think all the retreats I've been to, when you go around the circle and you find out, like, why are people here? Like, everyone kind of comes with a very specific intention or they're working on something mm-hmm. um, or, you know, they're coming with, a, with s- some pretty intense um, stuff to work through. So I think beyond being in a beautiful place that you can, you know, relax and unwind, you're also in this really safe space with a small group to just come back to yourself a bit. So I think that's really important. An important time. I personally try to go to at least re- one retreat every year for myself, just solely, um, like selfishly, just <laughs> for that. So this year I'm going to. Um, uh, retreat in the Philippines in Siargao, C- I think that's how you say Siargao. it. Siargao. Is that Cat's Retreat? No, it's not. It's um, But I'm going to the uh, retreat center there called Lotus Shores. Yes. Uh, I gifted my mom a retreat for her birthday. Aww. So my mom's been like so, so supportive as I've been doing this. And I'm like, you need to go to a retreat. So you can see, so you can experience yeah. it. So yeah. we're gonna do a mother-daughter retreat. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> Which will be fun. Kat yeah. actually just did that with her daughter too. Yeah. I think they went to that center. I want to say. Yeah. But um, her, her retreat. Cool. Kat's doing a retreat in. I think in Bali. Is it Bali? There is a okay. yeah. yeah, there are several mother-daughter ones in Bali. I actually met one of the owners. Um, so her and her mom run a retreat every every year. 
and they go back and forth from like South America and Bali oh and have gosh. it. Yeah. What a life. I know. It's <laughs> super oh dope. Nice. Yeah. I need to. I didn't do a retreat last year. I need to. I've always wanted to go on one. I went to a professional development mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. in Bali in 2017 and 2018. But um, yeah, there was some like meditation and yoga, mm-hmm. but it's mostly like personal development. Yeah. 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 It is very important to unplug. Mm-hmm. Unplug, get out of your regular environment for mm-hmm. at least a day or two yeah. um, so that you can reflect and get to know yourself a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I want to talk about your. I want to talk about your love story. Can I'm excited because I <laughs> don't. Have you ever heard it? No. Okay, I like. I'm such a sucker. Okay. I love it. All I know is that you guys met at Amsterdam. Yeah. Oh, your your fiance, but I'm pretty sure there's backstory to that. Okay. Yeah. That's the only thing I know. I just tell us about. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about how okay. you found your fiance. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, so I like I mentioned before, I was working in San Francisco, and. Um, I was at my company for a long time and they decided to basically expand to Europe. So they acquired a company in Europe and I got a call pretty last minute, um, like a week or so before I had to go from our VP of sales saying, we're acquiring a company, I need you to go out to Europe for two months and basically help integrate, you know, this new team in, train them, so on. So there was a lot of things that were happening during that time that I was gonna uh, be going there, but I was like, I think everything is pointing me in this direction. When you get a call saying you need to go to Europe for two months, you go, right? Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, sure, <laughs> <find> me up. <laughs> um, I was in Amsterdam and I had gone out to dinner and happy hour with some of my new Dutch coworkers. <laughs> and I'd gone out to this bar, they were playing soccer, and I see this guy at, a, at the bar and he's, tall so he's like six four I'm wow. five one for reference though so like, I'm like whoa that guy's tall but also like everyone in the Netherlands is super tall um so I see this guy we make eye contact and I'm like instantly I'm like whoa like, also hey. I'm like you're really hot <laughs> but also I'm with my coworkers, so what am I gonna do like yeah. I can't be like the American girl that's you're just, just like, like walking up to like <laughs> random like hey exactly so um so we were just making eye contact throughout the night just kind of smiling with each, smiling at each other and then I got in an Uber and I left and he went up to my coworker and said like, I really regret not going up to her. Um, would you mind passing along my number? I'd love to take her out. So my coworker, who's like the MVP of the whole situation, she sends me this long text being like, this really handsome Dutch guy came up to me. He said, he, you guys are making eye contact with each other. He'd love to take you out. You should definitely text him. She was like promoting it, you know? <laughs> so I was like, I hope it's the same guy. <laughs> Um, So we ended up going on our first date in Amsterdam, and then I had to go and travel around. So this is the beginning of the two months. I had to go and travel around to the different offices. Um, So yeah, I think we went on two days in Amsterdam, and then I said, I'm going to Berlin and Barcelona after this. Um, It was such an instant connection. So he met me in Berlin for our third date. Wow. (laughs) And then (laughs) he, so we had a weekend in, in Berlin, and then, I had to go to Barcelona, so he also met me in Barcelona, and he like, you know, took time off work and came wow. and visited. Then we did six months uh, between San Francisco and Amsterdam, just long distance. Uh, he came to San Francisco, I came back to Amsterdam for work. It was really convenient that I had an office there so that yeah. I could come back. And then my boss at the time, who I think definitely knew, like, okay, she's there's something serious happening for you in Amsterdam. He was like. You know we're you know we're expanding the office and the team there. Um, if you want to move, and so I thought I was gonna have to like quit my job and move to Amsterdam, but luckily, my boss at the time was like, "Let's make this happen for you because we'd rather you be there mm-hmm. and help with you know this expansion than than lose you." So yeah. I'm so grateful to my boss wow. for making Instant it happen. Instant manifestor. Can I just say, <laughs> I was just writing a blog about debunking the foreign girl falling in love with a foreign guy myth, so you debunked yes. my debunk right now. Yo. I was no. like, bro. She moves to Amsterdam. Yeah, I moved to Amsterdam. We move in with each other, and then, so I lived in Amsterdam for like two years, a little over two years. He came to Guam both Christmases, oh. and he fell in love with it. He says, I'm not sure 
he's an island boy at heart, but he yeah. was like, I feel so connected to Guam right off the bat. He really does feel like this is home for him, which is you don't really get that a lot when you you know you bring a partner home. So, um, so yeah, we came here. He knew my like dream of Eno Wellness, and he's like, What are we doing? Let's let's move to Guam. Like I'm totally what? in for it. Right. The, he was the one right. sort of guiding the, does he the have move. Brothers? <laughs> he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't. So now we have, <laughs> <laughs> we have the, maybe there's other Dutch people. Around Guam. If there are, reach out. But we have a tall Dutch man here, you know, m- making his way Looking to Guam. Friends. Yeah, he's, he's so happy to be here, though, That's which awesome. is really special. He's been super supportive on your journey. Yes. Well, he, yeah. he did a lot of the setup on Saturday mm-hmm. for that event, which was, yeah. we all talked about it. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, and he does. That's what he does, right? He does like yeah. He did design. event production, uh, so builds and designs things for events. He can pretty much, but he's one of those people that literally can do anything. He's renovating our house right now. Yeah. He's a jack of all trades. Yeah. So I think uh, it's a good match actually that like I have the event di- uh, vision and he's actually like able to help bring it yeah. to life. So that's our yeah. power team. Yeah, for real. So you never know. You could just see someone at a bar. No. In, in Amsterdam, a bar you weren't even supposed to be at in the yeah. first place. Yeah. That's crazy. That, I love that story. That's a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're getting married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and oh. Can you stop reacting the same way as <laughs> We're like, whoa, he went to Berlin. <laughs> On to the same whoa. way, please. Sorry, can you Can you hear now? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Now I have to go rewrite my blog. <laughs> Disclaimer, yep. guys. <laughs> Part two. Part two. The rewrite. Just the rewrite. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I don't know. When I first like was able to talk to you about all of these things, I was like, man, everything just like falls together for this girl. Like, what is this? But also, it's it really is. I feel like it, it is your mindset too. It's just like the way you choose to sort of move about your reality, and I really admire that. Yeah. Really admire that, and something I've been working on myself. So. Do you? Face any like resistance mm-hmm. in anything? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just I think you know what I'm telling you is like the story of how how I met Tim. There's a lot before that yeah. that didn't work out. You know, I was in a relationship for five years, lived together, was really serious. Um, that didn't work out before that. You mm-hmm. know, so I think with that experience, I learned like don't settle for something that doesn't feel 100% to you, yeah. you know? And really wait and keep, you know, searching for what feels right to you. And Is I think- Is it really clear cut like that though? Like it either feels 100% right or it's not? I don't, you know, I feel like I have friends also that feel differently about it. For me, for me personally, my experience has been, and it sounds super cliche, but when you know, you know. And oh. I always thought that that was something that people just said, mm-hmm. but when I experienced it, I was like, oh yeah, you kind of, you kind of do. do. <laughs> I mean, not even just with romance too though, right? Just yeah, with everything. With people think I've, especially with, you know, people and just even just starting, you know, wellness, like there's people that you feel really drawn to and connected to really quickly. Like how I felt with you guys too. Like the energy that you feel and the people you surround yourself with, like it has to flow, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's when I think about, you know, even the name behind the name of, Ina meaning to illuminate or to shine a light on, that's like one thing I'm always keeping in the back of my head is like, is this experience lighting me up, right? Is this person helping to light me up? Like what is really bringing the best, my best self out? And if it's not, then like maybe don't it's, be yeah, it don't be afraid to let yeah. it go. And we did our little fire release ceremony yeah, at the event. That was powerful. She was telling me that everyone wants it like at every event. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, we can make it happen. No, that was really Powerful. Like mm-hmm. I was telling, G- I was telling G during our you know Sunday coffee dates where you can find us on Fusion outside. <laughs> yeah, like there, I felt as if I just stripped a layer, and I don't know. I think it has to do with like just the energy of everyone in that room, mm-hmm. and everyone like, has the same intention of letting something go, yeah. right? And they're but, being vulnerable, yeah. right? They're like, okay, this is this is the time. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. But I've done it before mm-hmm. by myself, but it feels even more powerful with a group with other mm-hmm. of other people. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially when you don't know them too. You're like, yeah. okay, we're all we're a lot similar than we think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when people underestimate how powerful it is to actually do something physically, you know, like to take mm-hmm. something and write it down and burn it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. 
putting it into action with anything that you're doing makes your intention so much more strong, you know? A lot of the times we think we could just say something in our head and just be done with it, but, like, no. Like, nah, dude. There are pages yeah, <laughs> to that one So many one different things paper. you could do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So what's next for Ina Wellness Collective? So we have um, the next two New Year's Reset events happening, right? So February 15th, February 29th. Um, we also have a special event on March 7th um, featuring a, um, her name's Chloe Kernahan. She used to live here, so she's a former Guam resident. She moved to New York, uh, co-founded a yoga, a yoga studio called Skyting and has been doing retreats and teacher trainings and she's coming back only for a few days so it's a sort of one time only type of um, class but uh, that's coming up next and then outside of pop-up events so you know I love pop-up events especially exploring different places on Guam that get people out of like the traditional classroom type of environment and go outside or go to a place you wouldn't think to do yoga or meditation or whatever it might be so the pop-up events will happen um, throughout the year then we have two retreats. So we have one retreat in um, May. It's going to be a one-day event. So for people who want to just, who don't, can't necessarily stay overnight, it's one day. Um, it's around Mother's Day, so it's May 16th, and it's really going to be centered around self-care um, as a mother. So you can come with your mom. You can come with your friend. You can bring your daughters. You can come, you know, you can gift it to someone. Um, but I think it's really important for moms especially to come back and remember how to care for themselves because they hold so much, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then I'll be doing a women's retreat in September. So over Labor Day, um, I'm co-hosting it with a woman named Kieli JL. She is from Guam, living in New York. Actually, she just moved from New York to Austin. And she's a holistic chef and wellness coach. And she also, um, we're basically going to be fusing feminine energy and sensuality into cooking and how you nourish yourself through cooking and food. So I'll be announcing that event soon. There's only a couple spots available. We're doing it down in Maleso. So it's going to be down south. It's going to be women's only. It's three days. And we have a really incredible plan uh, for it. And then... Outside of the pop-up events, retreats, we are doing um, corporate wellness programs, so that will be available in the next couple months, and then holistic health coaching, too. So lots going on, but I will say, you know, like, for anyone who is listening that might be just trying to start a business, I will say, like, I told you this, too, like, I'm really treating this year as an experiment, right? Like, I have a feeling that it might evolve into something that I don't even know, Absolutely. haven't even explored, right? So I might be coming in with, okay, I'm doing this, this, and this, but I do want to give Eno Wellness Collective the space to really evolve into evolve into something that the community needs, right? Because I haven't been home in a while, and so I want to make, you know, make sure that I settle into what are the needs of the people here, and then how do we figure out the tourists, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. visitors, and how and do we bring how them do we here? Start to create more authentic experiences exactly. to Guam, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I think, I mean, I say this individually, y'all don't have to agree with me, but like I think that um, our tourism industry out here is very much modeled after other places. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, I think people who come here want to see right. us for who we are and yeah. what this act our island actually has to offer. So, right. yeah. yeah, how do we make so them awesome. feel that they just came from Guam versus any other yeah. island yeah. or a place in the states right yeah. you can go to the basically how do we get them out of just shopping yes and going to the beach and get them to really experience guam and that could be wellness that could be through mm -hmm. you know adventure tourism like mm -hmm. hiking and um you know there's a lot of great companies that have popped up like you know, let's ride guam for mm -hmm. example or even valley of the laddie and they're kind of bringing exploring outside of tumon right yeah. so i'm hoping to do that as well with wellness cool I mean, and tourists are hungry for that, but so are the locals. Yeah, yeah locals definitely. are hungry for it too. Mm -hmm. So, that's really cool. And like you were saying earlier, we do have a magic here. So there it is. Might as yeah. well use it. Yeah. Um, well, that's. I'm so excited for that retreat. I'm gonna keep an eye on that. I'm signing yeah. up for that yeah. one. All your events. Yeah. Can we go together? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the Mother's Day one, Mom. Hello. <laughs> um, what was the last? I feel like I had something to ask, but maybe I forgot. I was. One word that kept coming up was experimenting. Mm, yeah. I love that you use that, like we're experimenting. Like this year, 
different experiments, see what works, what doesn't. And I think going back to, oh, I know we talked about this many, many times, like inner child. Mm-hmm. Our inner child, or us as children, we always love to experiment, play in the dirt, get sick, you know, jump in the pool, make, make whatever. And I feel like we don't really do that as adults. Mm-hmm. We want everything to be kind of cookie cutter. So if you're going to start a business, you want to be perfect. Yeah. You know, you go back to like the website, the logo, yeah. everything. But I think we kind of forget to experiment. Mm-hmm. So thank you for bringing that up yeah. again, you know, that kind of reminded me that even this mm-hmm. DG right now, mm-hmm. we're still experimenting. Yes. Right. Our I first, a whole, all of first season was like <laughs> a huge experiment. Yeah. Huge experiment. But I, you learned yeah. so much from it, right? And now you're bringing, bringing it in. Glad we didn't burn down the laboratory yet. Again, that word surrender and then needing to actually give up this need for security. Because at the end of the day, how much security do you really have? You know, mm-hmm. like we're obsessed with wanting to be safe all the time, but that doesn't get us anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, wanting yeah. to be safe. And it's an illusion anyway, so. <laughs> I'm curious for you, because I have a question for you guys. Oh. Um, but I'm curious for you, like, how you think about wellness for yourself. Mm-hmm. I know you're a yoga teacher, you're also, you know, exploring coaching. And so I, wanna, I wanted to hear from you, like, what does wellness mean for you at this point in your life? Wellness for me means being clear. So being as clear as possible about where I am in the given moment and being able to express that. You know, I noticed that for me, um, I've had a lot of things that I've held on to, like a lot of things that have created pain inside of me or whatever. But then in the, exa- in the, in the present moment, I'm always talking myself out of it, but I'm not honoring how I'm really feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I explain this? Mm-hmm. I think that it takes a lot for a person to just admit I'm in pain right now. Yeah. Even if on the outside, it doesn't look like you have an excuse to feel that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of people generally are unhappy. Like at the end of the day, their default is unhappiness because maybe we were taught to look at things a certain way or to expect things from our lives that um, you know are in- unrealistic or whatever. Um, so yeah, so I think being clear enough to just be able to admit exactly where you are and be in tune enough to, to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also my wellness journey. Yes, I'm a yoga instructor. Yes, I'm this, but I'm also very irreverent. And I like there's this duality to wellness for me mm-hmm. that um, I had to learn to like just be like, okay, I can't just be this like super spiritual fluffy person all the time. I like to cuss. And I like to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like to eat hot funions every once in a while. Right. Um, balance. There, yeah, there is a yeah. balance there, but then also not hold yourself like up to this standard of like, oh, I have to be this or I have to be that. Just honoring yeah. whatever the hell you are. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what wellness is for me. But knowing that, you know, mm-hmm. not just yeah, the self-awareness yes. part of it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wellness. The first thing that came up is emotions. I think over the past couple of years, I've either undervalued some emotions or overvalued others. Mm-hmm. So kind of just like understanding that they are just what it is, you know? So like when I get angry, you know, I just like fixate it on being angry and then being angry triggers trauma, then triggers guilt and all these things. So I overvalue like this basically bundle of emotions and I feel guilty about it the next day. I realize that I undervalue happiness. Mm-hmm. I undervalue forgiveness or compassion. So I think for me, at, at this point in my life, wellness means just understanding my emotions and being, you know, careful, not careful, carefree, like, you know, nurturing and loving to them. Mm-hmm. I think is the first thing that, that came up to mind. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, that made me think of something. So what I just went through yoga teacher training, mm-hmm. you know, and one of the things that I remember the teacher saying is, every time you have a reaction to something, especially like a strong reaction, that's like a really important moment for you to learn and to recognize, Mm -hmm. right? Like, why am I getting so mad? Why am I annoyed? Why do I feel so sad about this? And just even just recognizing that could be a lesson to, how do you change your relationship with that emotion or that thought, right? And it's just paying attention. Yeah, Yeah, because when you're triggered, it's not there just because, you know, I don't, I don't believe that when triggers happen, they're just there to annoy the shit out of you. Right. But they're there to teach you something right. about yourself, you know? Usually when somebody triggers me, 
it's so easy to just be like, oh man, he's annoying. Like, right. I, what a terrible person. <laughs> but then you can't really see things outside of you that aren't inside of you, inside of you. So like always being able to turn that mirror or up to your face and being like, what is it showing me about myself? It's not easy to do. Not easy. That's when you start writing on a piece of paper and burning it. <laughs> and the, then the fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I like that. That's a good stuff. Conversation. Is there anything um, that you would like to talk about before we sign off? Anything we didn't cover? Um, I would say the last thing would probably be about the membership. So, um, you know, I I mentioned Ina Wellness will be having pop-up events, retreats, health coaching, corporate programs. But, um, you know, a big part of starting the collective was around building a community of people who are interested in exploring health and wellness. So there is a membership program. So you get 20% off um, all the events and retreats. You get 20% off the health coaching program. Um, There'll be a monthly newsletter. So I'll be sharing, spotlighting different partners, different teachers um, that the members will get. And then I'm partnering with Um, some local um, partners to offer exclusive perks. So for example, ENA members will get $15 off the X partner, you know? So there, I really wanna sort of start bringing the community together around this because I I do think that there's a lot of health and wellness happening on Guam, which is so incredible. It seems like the community is really hungry for it. Mm -hmm. And so um, my goal is to help, you know, bring, bring that together a bit. Yes. Mm. Look at so. What are your tags online? How can people? So come? you can follow on Instagram. So it's at Ina Wellness Collective Guam, and also my website's just inawellnesscollective.com. That has all the information. Um, feel free to send me a DM if you want to collaborate <laughs> or connect. I'm super open to just meeting people who are interested, and um, I'm very open to collaborating with teachers, healers, everything. So um, yeah, I'm open to you know what come with Ina. Yeah. Yes. So right. our last um, guest, Jillian Go, um, she's currently living in Bali. She's in um, Saipan, mm. right? No, no. Huh? Singapore. Singapore. Oh my God. Huh? Saipan. Singapore. She's from Singapore. Um, she wrote you a letter. Yeah. Let me just pull it up. Okay. Give me a second. Let me put this mic down. Sorry if you guys hear it. So if you can, if you can read it out loud. Sure. read the whole thing yes wow she wrote wrote a letter (laughs) (laughs) all right um dear gorgeous when was the last time you wrote a letter was it a christmas card to your mummy dearest (laughs) or a birthday card to your best friend telling her how much you appreciate her for being there for you all these years when was the last time you wrote a letter to yourself your future self telling her how much you love her and how much you appreciate her being there for you all these years This very important person, yet often forgotten, is your future self, whom you aspire to become and the person you can create and grow into. Write a letter to her with so much admiration, hope, confidence, and and kindness. And when you become this person, you will thank yourself for believing in her right from the beginning. Let this following letter be directed at your future self as if the dreams you've always wanted to already have come true. And you are literally creating the future and writing the story that you want to grow into. Read it with gratitude, read it with passion, read it with conviction that she is the woman that you've always aspired to become. Dear gorgeous, Livia, insert your own name. (laughs) Have you stopped to wonder how you ended up on this earth? How did you survive those number of years on this planet with such low odd of survival or existence? One in four trillion. You could have been a tree, you could have been a bird, you could have been a pebble or even the dirt, but you are you. Step back for a moment and simply thank yourself for making it till this day. Thank you for having endured every single day of your life, good or bad. You continue to show up every single time. You are still here today because you fought through the tough days and you've embraced the victorious happy days. It doesn't matter what has happened in the past. What matters is that you are here today and you're planning to make the most out of today and the days to come. Even if you have goals that you, are, you have not yet reached, you have become stronger. In the process of overcoming your weaknesses and vulnerabilities, you have become even more inspiring to hundreds and thousands of other women. 
you are now empowering them to make changes in their lives to grow into the very best version of themselves because you were once in their shoes and you have now grown to become the strong, gorgeous, successful woman. Your life is full of abundance you've always dreamt of, health, wellness, family, and money. Today is the year 2050. You are here today more confident than ever because you, arm, you are armed with a powerful new letter and a gorgeous community to keep pushing you further. This may be the 27th time you've written and rewritten this letter to your future self, but remember you are writing your new story every day. This is just your practice. Remember to send yourself as much love as you've always sent your family, friends, and loved ones. Writing to your future self is hard because it takes so much imagination to create. But if you can dream it, you can create it, and if you can write it, you can live it. Keep telling yourself the story that you want to grow into. Thank you, Joey. Oh, That's a beautiful letter. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm Good. always surprised. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm always like astonished at how much. I'm always. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I'm always astonished at how much um, heart goes into these letters. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy because like we don't plan it. We don't yeah. tell them what to write. And the letter just seems to magically be written for that next mm -hmm. guest. Yeah. Know wellness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I read that out loud. Like, yeah. They didn't even <laughs> they tell don't know who our next guest is. Yeah. They never. Yeah. Thank you, Jelly. Oh, thank Thanks, you. Jelly. All right, well, yes. you're going to have to write one for the next one. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Yay. Have to top that one. I know, right? <laughs> no, we've had some really beautiful yeah. letters. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, thank you so much Thanks for, for joining us. Joining yes, us. And, um, oh, and everyone, if you haven't followed us, Dear Gorgeous Letters, at Dear Gorgeous Letters um, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and you can check us out on podcast Spotify anchor yes uh, so yeah thank you guys All right, we'll talk soon bye, bye. bye. bye.